the three pillars. Growing up, I didn't really have any interest or any awareness, to be honest with you, about any of this stuff, right? Personal development, um, you know, self-actualization. It was never on my radar. And the only thing I remember of this work growing up was my mom buying a bunch of CDs from Tony Robbins, right? Unleash the Power Within, I believe it was called. And she had this, uh, you know, this huge box set of CDs. And I remember distinctly seeing it on the very top shelf of her closet, still wrapped in its casing. And for some for some reason, that really bothered me. And I said, like, why are why are you why are you doing this? Like, why are you buying this stuff if you have no intention of you know learning about it? And I had this really weird relationship with this type of work. I think partly because of that, there's almost like this like resistance. I don't know. And years and years later, when I went to play soccer in France, um, one of my best friends actually gave me Tony Robbins. Get the Edge program. It was a condensed, I think, a 10-day version of the initial Unleash the Power Within work. And that was when I was 23. And it was probably the most pivotal information slash process I could have gone through at the time because it was really my first introduction in a very deep manner to this type of work. And at the time, you know, playing soccer in France, I had a lot of time on my hands, a lot of time for, you know, introspection, self-reflection, all that kind of stuff. So I, I devoured these these learnings, these lessons, and, and it's like to this day even has such made, made such a huge impact on my thinking and my life. And one of the things that Tony talks about is uh, what I want to share with you here are these three pillars, right? The three pillars of our lives or really of, of our point of attraction is our focus, our language, and our physiology. And so we've spoken a lot about focus, right? Like you get what you focus on and that's, that's irrefutable, right? If you are in very cold temperatures, let's just use the example of a cold plunge or a cold shower. Why is it that some people can immerse themselves in that environment and be completely peaceful and calm while other people get into a state of shock. It's because of different points of focus, right? They focus on different things, but it's not just focus, right? Focus is one piece. The second piece is language. It's language being internal language, the words that we say to ourselves, I can do this, as opposed to I can't do this. There's no way I could, that, those, those types of words are not going to support you. And the internal dialogue, this is absolutely critical, is it, you have to be able to catch yourself on a moment-to-moment -moment basis of what you're thinking and more importantly, what you're saying to yourself, right? That little voice in your head that's not really empowering. Like, oh, there's no way you could do this. What if this doesn't work out? What if it's like the last time? What if this person scams us? Right? All that dialogue, right? Remember, where did this language pattern come from? Most likely installed from conditioning early on, but also built upon by experience. You know, in our worlds at Healthpreneur, we speak with a lot of people who've been burned before, right? So they've engaged in different coaching programs or they've worked with other marketing experts or business growth people, and they come in with a huge amount of skepticism, 
because of previous previous experiences. And so what's happening in their mind, which is totally normal. I'm not saying this is irrational. I'm saying it's it's just the way we work. They come into a conversation and a potential of working with us. And there's a movie playing in their minds. One movie is like, man, if this works out, this would be amazing. But that's a very small movie in some people's minds. The bigger movie is the is the movie that really prevents them from moving forward, which is, well, this is not going to work out. This is another one of those scams. What if I lose all my, what if I, you know, what if they do this to me? What like, and all of that, all of those language patterns are happening even without our awareness. And the thing is, I'm just asking to become aware of those language patterns, because if you can catch that self-talk, you can change the self-talk. Remember, all change starts with awareness. And if you're not getting the results you want in your life, Look at your point of focus, which is also going to determine your emotions, and then also look at your language patterns. If we're constantly telling ourselves, I can't do this, I can't do this, I can't do this, are you going to do it? No. Right? So one of the things I taught my kids at an early age, which I'm still teaching them, is I can't doesn't exist. I don't ever want to hear that. It is like putting up a brick wall in front of you. Instead of saying, I can't, we turned it into a question. How can I? Or who can help me? Now, there's no brick wall. Instead, we have open horizons of possibility. And the simple act of changing I can't into how can I or who can help me changes your world. Because now it's about possibility, not limitation. And these language patterns are very, very, very important. And I honestly fundamentally believe that most people on this planet can achieve great things. I, I mean, all people can, right? We, we all have greatness inside of us. But so many of us are held back because of these language patterns and because of this negative focus. And, you know, part of this audio series is really to equip you with the tools and and the wherewithal to become more aware of this so that you can catch yourself. You can become more aware on a day-to-day basis of what's happening in your mind. Because just like with brushing our teeth and flossing our teeth, we're not going to have great teeth if we never floss. We're not going to have great teeth if we never brush. We're not going to have a champion's mindset if we never pay attention to it. And so the purpose of these audios and why it's so important for you to listen to these every day is to floss your mind. It's to be reminded of these things. I'm not here to teach you new stuff, right? I'm not, I'm not reinventing the wheel here. More often than not, we need to be reminded more than we need to be taught. That's the purpose of these. And it, by, by listening to these every single day, if it's 10, 15, 20 minutes, all I'm asking you to do is take a moment while you're walking, working out, sitting down, whatever, to check in and just become aware of this again because this is your life. I think it's worth it, right? Because when you really have control over your focus and your language, and then the third piece, physiology, your life, cha- your life, your life transforms. So the third piece here is your physiology. Tony Robbins talks a lot about you know state, putting yourself in state. And... This is so, so important because emotion comes from motion. So if we think of somebody who's depressed, automatically when I said that word, there was probably an image that crossed your mind. And that image may have been someone who is hunched over, 
sad face, looking down. We know what depression looks like. But if I were to tell you ecstatic and happy, as soon as I say that, again, you have another image in your mind about what that looks like. So someone who's happy, just what, what do they look like? Happy and confident, standing tall, shoulders back, smile on their face, that, that light in their eyes. So if we know what they look like physically, then we can simply mirror that in our own body language. Right? We can, we can the, the very simple act of changing how we hold our body, our posture, can make us feel differently. Tony Robbins talks about the two millimeter difference. And all like, you know, as simple, something as simple as simply moving your rib cage up. So think of sitting or standing taller, just two millimeters and feel the difference. Feel the difference. I want you to, okay, let's just do an experiment together right now, okay? I want you to, right now, I want you to, if you're sitting down or standing up, I want you to sit or stand as if you were the most depressed person on this planet. Okay, put yourself in that situation. Like seriously, do this for full impact. Just do it. Head down, hunched forward, shoulders rounded forward, sitting small or standing small. And feel how you feel. Naturally, you're not going to sit in this position and have a huge smile on your face. If you did, kind of look a bit creepy, right? So just internalize that feeling. Now, I want you to do the complete opposite. So we move from that feeling all the way to the top to this feeling of love, expectancy, appreciation, joy, life is amazing, sitting or standing tall, shoulders back, deep breath, confident, smile on your face. See how that feels? Notice the difference. Now, here's one thing I can tell you is when I'm doing coaching calls and when I have 20, 30 people on Zoom and I can all see their screens, do you think I can tell certain people's emotional state based on how they're sitting in front of their computer or how they're holding their face? You better believe it, right? We've had, I've had people in the past who are like laying in their bed, you know, the, it's like, I'm like, dude, you're not in a state to be learning. You're not in a state to be taking action. You got to be primed. You got to be ready. You got to be like ready to go. And so little things like this, like, okay, let's look at the example of reading. When you read and you're laying down, are you more likely to fall asleep? For sure. So if retention and just like learning, like learning what you're reading is important, that's probably not the best body position to be in, right? We should be sitting tall, alert, reading, consuming, retaining. That's the best way to learn, right? If, if laying in bed were the best way to learn, I'm sure the school system would have been a little bit different. And I'm not saying the school system is perfect, but you know what I'm saying. So how we use our physiology is massively important. I remember when I was coaching at the University of Toronto years and years and years ago. So after I finished playing, I was on the coaching staff for about uh, six or seven years. It's crazy how time flies. And one of the things that I introduced into the team, and they all thought that I was crazy, like they, they, they all thought that I was nuts, is I introduced this whole notion to them of a pre-warm-up ritual. And I learned this from Tony Robbins, right? You know, he talks about, you know, a power move. 
And so it might be like a fist pump, like, yes, right? So you're standing this tall, you do a couple fist pumps, it gets the energy flowing, gets the blood moving, you know, you feel like, you know, like you're rocking. And I introduced this to the team and these guys, again, they're all university students and they're looking at me like, dude, what are you smoking, man? What are you having us do here? But I just asked them, I'm like, hey guys, you know, listen, I think you guys trust me. You know what I'm doing. You know I'm very good. Um, I'm going to have you guys do something that's going to feel uncomfortable at first, but you're going to feel the difference and you're going to see the difference. And so when we went out for our pregame warm-up, what we would do is we'd stand in a circle and I would be in the middle of the circle and I would just, we all, we would all just be like kind of bouncing on our toes like boxers, right? We do this for a couple seconds and then I shout at the top of my lungs, show me your move. And they'd all just be doing fist pumps and like shouting. Yes. Like it was like, we we're like, people must've been like, what are these guys doing? But I'll tell you this after doing that for 10 seconds, these guys were on fire and then we got into our whole warm up, and everything was just great. And it's so simple. It's so simple to do. And, you know, whether or not, you know, this is, you know, it doesn't have to be on a sporting field. You can do this before, you know, one of the things that we talk about on the sales side is when you're approaching a conversation with a prospect is think of this, what I'm talking about in the context of enrolling a potential client. If you are taking phone calls, laying down your toast, it's over. If you're taking phone calls and you feel really crappy because you had a bad day so far, you're done. Every single phone call, think of it as a championship game. How are you going to prepare? What are you going to focus on? And so let's just look at the example of something I talk a lot about, which is this whole pre-call ritual. We're going to close our eyes. We're going to focus. Step number one in this three pillars is we're going to focus on the ideal outcome. We're going to focus on a beautiful conversation. We're going to see happy interaction and a positive outcome, right? The person being like, yes, I want to do this. This is exactly what I've been looking for and everything going great. That's our point of focus. Number two is the language, right? As you're focusing on that and you're, you know, getting ready for this phone call is not saying things like I'm going to close this person, but maybe you have a little bit of a mantra or a, a little thing you repeat to yourself before the call, which might be, I'm going to show up in the fullest of my being to support and serve this person. And I know that we are going to jive and things are going to be great. And they're going to enroll with me because I know that what I'm offering is the solution they have been praying for. I'm the best at what I do. And if I let this person go, I let them down. Therefore, I will stand up and I will step up and I will be as present as possible to serve this person at the highest possible level. If if that's how you're starting, can you like can you imagine coming into a call with that type of language? So we have our focus, we have our language, and finally we have our physiology. Is stand up, do a power move, do a fist pump, do whatever you have to do, do some jumping jacks, do some squats, do do some burpees, anything to get the energy flowing through your body. And now you're a completely different person in the space of one minute. Simply because we changed our focus, we changed our language, and we changed our physiology. So anytime you're feeling crappy, right? Anytime you're not feeling as happy and positive and joyful as you want, think of those three pillars. What am I focused on? What am I saying? And how am I using my body? See, for me, I've recognized that over the years, the, one of the most important things in my life is physical activity. Because I know that when I'm not active, I don't feel as good. So I know that 
I need to move my body. And I know that if I spend two hours a day walking, working out, running around, that's not like leisure time. That's part of my work day because it's that important. Most of my greatest ideas come to me not when I'm in front of my computer. It's when I'm out for a walk. It's when I'm sweating. It's when I'm huffing and puffing. And all of these things clear my mind. They put my body back into a new state where I feel better. I can focus again. I feel energized. Right? And this is what we can create. This is why people love caffeine, right? Powered by caffeine. I mean, I have coffee once a day. Yeah, I feel the difference. It changes my physiology. But I'm not going to rely on caffeine to feel good, right? So... Those are the three pillars, and I really, really want you to think about these on a day-to-day basis. Focus, language, physiology. Focus, language, physiology. Focus, language, physiology. Got it? All right.